Hello and welcome back to the third episode of Supporting Local Podcast with Karis. I am Karis Saunders and I'm so excited to bring you today's guest. I was chatting to Ellen from ELN and we found out how ELN started mid-pandemic, how she is completely different to fast fashion including using Depop and how she gets over judgment from others. Now I'm going to be honest with you, the audio is a little bit all over the show with this one but please just listen anyway because I'm getting used to it and we're still learning, do you know what I mean? This is episode three, but it's still a good episode, but just so you know, the audio is not perfect, but hopefully in the future it will be once I manage to work everything. So let's go chat to Ellen. So I'm Ellen. I studied fashion and textiles at uni in 2019 and graduated. For my final collection, I just, this is like where ELA kind of started. I was looking at how like social media was like creating this kind of uniform and how everyone was wearing the same and it was all the same stuff and everyone was just a copy of everyone so started off with that and how I really wanted them to like do something different and that's how I started looking into streetwear and why it was kind of like a mix of all these different styles like coming together yeah and then I just took it from there like I went and like graduated but I still just couldn't like let go of like ELM like it was still in my head mm-hmm. and stuff and I was still um playing around with the idea of it and then I just decided I was like I just this is what I want to be doing anyway and like I think I've got a really strong kind of brand going here and like a good like values for the brand and stuff and I just thought like let's just make it a business. <laughs> That's amazing yeah like just go for it because as we were saying um I was in a call earlier and she was kind of if you don't go for it you won't know. Exactly like especially I think whenever the pandemic hit like mm-hmm. I was actually and I moved back home from my job so I was working down in Dublin so I moved back home so once I took out like the city and like the fun and like all my friends I was working with I was like don't enjoy this job and I definitely could be doing something that like I enjoy way more yeah and 100% was and then I was like look like not many outgoings don't like as long as I've got enough to like survive off I might as well just throw everything into this so yeah it's a good move absolutely so are you doing this full-time then or are you doing it part-time and like working another job or how's it worked for you yeah so this is like my full-time now um so I went full-time with it I still do like some kind of freelance work and stuff on the side which is also nice because then it just gives me like a bit of an outlet to do the other things and stuff as well so some stuff that I'd already been working on like before I went full-time with the ELN so just like more design jobs and stuff but yeah most of the day it's expensive with the ELN that's so cool so what was the first thing that you ever made with ELN or was it part of your degree or something yeah, it was probably the first collection I did and with my uh, graduate collection. I was doing fashion construction, so like I was basically making pieces. Okay. So just wanted to make a collection that was like cohesive, all worked with each other, like could be style, like top and change between like, oh, you can wear that coat with that, or you can wear it with this one as well. So I made like a full lineup, mix of like coats, tops, bottoms, with the intention of mobbing mix and match, but obviously like had lead might not fit my collection. And that was really fun. It was like a mix of like shapes and like textures and stuff. And I got to be really like adventurous with it because it was like graduate stuff. Like yeah. I'm not quite sure if it's to be wear every day. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think has been your favourite thing that you've made then? Do you think it was part of your graduate collection? Because as you said, you know, you'd complete freedom or would it be one of your new ELN pieces? They're definitely like two different things. Like I love getting to sit at the machine and just so away and like try out different things and stuff. And with, as you say, like with my collection for my graduate stuff, there was a lot of freedom with it. Didn't have to worry, like, are people going to buy it? Because that wasn't what the yeah. other one. <laughs> now I'm kind of thinking, so I probably have like a favourite place that I made my graduate stuff. Um, I made like a really 
well in my eyes like a really cute goat and um, that was like fleece lined and it was all it was kind of um inspired by like shoelaces so it, the back of it was like you could pull it so it was like either really up high or like really long oh, that's good. yeah and I just loved it. it had so many different like wee bits to it like going on amazing um so as you said you are full-time with ALN so what would an average day look like for you then especially since you went full-time in September like mid-pandemic and everything yeah it's been hectic (laughs) um to be honest like every day is kind of the same but not the same so I'll get up and I'll start off with just doing like I really shouldn't but I'll start on like Instagram or something it's so hard not to though like literally no matter like I do some weird shit like starting at like four and five in the morning and I will still wake up and be like oh what's on Instagram you know quick scroll instead of getting up and going to work if I went to time all the time I would like save myself if I just didn't do that for like 15 minutes every morning it'd be great (laughs) but just have to don't you and then like as soon as you go on there's like one notification there's like a hundred and you're just you're stuck there for ages yeah but uh, yeah so I'll probably do that and like try to do like emails and that kind of stuff to get all the admin bits out of the way and then just start with whatever's on my to-do list so it could literally be anything like I'll maybe try to get orders done before lunchtime as well so that if I need to get the post office I can do that on my break so start with that and then either cracking into like whichever project you know, like it might be more like laptop kind of work and design work um, I'll get that out of the way. I just like, I always like to leave like all the fun stuff, like the afternoon, <laughs> can like switch off. Um, yes, in the afternoon, I'll probably like maybe be sewing or like doing something a bit more like hands on rather than like mm-hmm. sitting and like ticking off the list. I just love making my to do list and getting them done out of the way. <laughs> That's so good that, as you said, like you gave yourself a break and you have your to do list, and it's so good that you keep yourself so organized. And I'm sure you have to in a way, whenever you are self employed, but. It's lovely to see because I know I think I'd be so guilty of either waking up at like seven and be like, I need to work or sleeping into like 10. You know, I'd be so bad at trying to keep my own routine. Yeah. No, it definitely is hard. And like, unless you have a bit of like accountability, like I'm still home with my dad at the minute. So like, if I'm maybe like in for a bit longer, like, you know, they'll, they'll not say anything, but they'll make a wee comment like, oh, have you, have you already started today? And you're like, no, it's <laughs> But it's important to do that too. Like, yeah. It's nice that there is that flexibility. Like if there's a day where you're just not feeling it, you can take your time and get at it, but you still got to work. <laughs> Absolutely. So speaking of working hard and everything, um, how do you come up with all your new ideas? I know the main kind of focus of ELN is the complete opposite of fast fashion so it's close at last and it'll look good no matter what season it is or what weather's like whatever do you know it's stuff that lasts so how do you come up with all your new ideas whenever you do launch new pieces i think i'm always like i'm always looking i'm always just like or not really looking but like i'm always taking it in like seeing what's around me or being like that's cool that's good and stuff and it's kind of like pulling all those together um i would say that you do get a lot of inspiration like streetwear just from whatever's going on around me and stuff i try not to really look at clothes as an inspiration because okay. i'm aware that i want to be doing the same as what everyone else doing or get inspired by something that ends up looking like too directly like it you know yeah. what i mean it would be a bit more like distinctively known for something else completely so yeah i think i'm just always i love like as much as like, I love the scrolling through Instagram, like I've got some nice like books and stuff. And if I ever feel like I really am just like no creative going on in my head, like all the juices are just gone. I'll maybe just pull out a few of the books. Like they're just big lip books, like picture books or um like history of fashion books and stuff. And 
just kind of like refresh it in my own head um a lot of it like it's just all ideas I'm scribbling down like <laughs> on like little post-its and stuff and piecing together and then it's nearly like without me even trying like a collection does kind of form I can see that I'm picking up wee bits that I like and stuff and I'm just clipping them putting them on the board or whatever together and kind of like just organically a collection forms so I just kind of take it from there and then um I'll do it my designs like digitally and stuff so at the minute I do a mix of like printed and embroidered stuff yeah. so then the designs go to either my printers the embroiderers um and then they take it from there and they do their side of it and then I get it all back into here and I like stamp it and label it and just do all the like finishes to it and all the stocks I held up in my studio here where I then like pack it and stuff I take our body orders so pretty hands-on amazing and um, just saying about stocking everything can you just tell us a little bit about moving to Depop instead of the website you know for the kind of older collection of things wasn't sure if it was something that I should do or not because like why would I not just keep it on the website mm-hmm. and just have it as like own stock and then um I think it was more just to get like reach more people reach people that are looking for like a kind of sweatshirt that's a one-off piece and stuff I think that's the beauty of Depop yeah and that's kind of like way you as well like it's looking for that something different than what everyone else has mm-hmm. um so I just knew that it was going to fit the kind of customer that I was looking for. Um, and yeah, just a different kind of platform to sell it on rather than everything being the way like I normally do it. It's just good to like have a change. So I kind of put like sample sale stuff or like maybe stuff that have been used for photo shoots and stuff that are maybe like slightly more. So I just think Depop's a good way to get them out there. Yeah, I hear it reaches any audience for you as well. Um, but as you said, you know, Depop loves the kind of unique or vintage pieces and um, you see like, people go mad with posting, do you know, everything they own. And <laughs> have you ever seen um, people posting like school, their old like school uniform and being like, oh, vintage, you know, what? Um, but I think it, when it's used kind of properly, like it can be such a good way and especially with clothing brands, do you know, stuff that, say isn't 100% perfect you still benefit from being sold someone still gets it just a wee bit cheaper and a lot of times I think people like, don't even notice it like Depop like that's what they want they don't mind that it's a bit flawed yeah. whereas I think if someone went to the website you're like I want that to come like clean like pristine like exactly as it should be whereas Depop like people are there and they don't mind that it's going to be marked or defaulted or anything absolutely as I said earlier, you obviously started and went kind of full time during the pandemic. How did it affect your business, or did you not even notice it? Did you have to pivot more digitally, everything go online, or were you able to just kind of carry on as you were? It definitely not something I'm like, okay, now you've got to get to work. Like yeah. the cushion of having this, like that other job, and having like weeds and stuff coming in. It really made me be like, okay, well then I need to think of this, like what, what actually is my plan with it. Whereas whenever I was doing it alongside another job, I was just like, oh, this is going really well. And <laughs> then maybe I'll bring out something new. Whereas now, you know, I kind of have to have it in my head. Like, this is what's happening for the month. This is what's happening for the year. You know, it's a lot more structured. And there is that kind of got to work mentality rather than just seeing where it goes to. In terms of business, they probably did change like from the, to the outside. Um, to like customers and stuff so much maybe hopefully it looked a bit more organized to them but definitely like internally like to me there was a big kick yeah I just kind of had to take it up a notch in a full time no reason um 
obviously you have done different collaborations and things in the past. Do you have any plans um, for future collaborations or any kind of dream people you would love to collaborate with? I don't know. Like I'm always like picking up people like as I go, like screenshotting. Like, and I'm not talking about people that even have like big following or anything like that. It's more to me like someone that's just got really something cool and I'm like, oh, that, that would work like, really well together if we yeah. went off or, like branding and stuff. So I'm always just kind of looking like, for people like that. And like it doesn't have to be clothing. I love the thought of like two people coming together that do completely different things and like yeah. how that match together kind of. Um, so yeah, always on the lookout. I'd love to do like a physical kind of like pop up somewhere mm-hmm. and have that kind of collab with whoever like would be like the store owner or something like that. I think it could be really kind of have like an experience rather than just another product. Yeah, it's like a full yeah. mini event type thing that you actually physically go to and like they could make you and whoever own the other business and really learn about juice. Yeah, I think just give it like an all right like vibes rather than just there is another thing with the aliens. Yeah, <laughs> just like here's the link, you know, <laughs> add the <to> cart. <laughs> Do you think you'd ever want to own like your own little studio or your own shop Do you know, that people could come in and just browse or you could do different events and workshops and things yeah like I think long term that would be like unreal like I have this little studio space here at the minute and that's mm-hmm. good like perfect for me I can work away in here and stuff but I'd love to be able to take that on like bigger scale so it'd be an all-around kind of thing like there's the workshop where I work there's where things get made there's the stock help and then there's also like a shop kind of area and yeah like I wouldn't put it as like a shop is in the same way that you walk in top shop or yeah something off the shelf like I want it to be like you go in and you get like the full experience yeah big warehouse vibes that's so sweet though and it's so unique was you know you don't get that especially in Belfast and all anymore like with all the shops disappearing so I think if you had like your own little experience like it would make it so much more personal and people what's it people connect to people so they would really buy into you and the brand as well, which would be lovely. So do you think in the future as well, do you know, say like five years time, um, if you have your own little studio that you can offer this, do you think you would want to keep it just yourself or would you want to hire more people to the team or what would be kind of the big dream? Oh, I definitely love to like hire some team. Like even now, I'm like, my head is fried. And have you done, you know, like people don't realise how much goes into running a business. Mm-hmm. Um. I completely took it for granted. I was like, yeah, I'll set up a website. And, like, I don't mind running the post office. But it's so hard. Like, is it any wonder that people do it? It's around as a full-time job. Because it's mad. It's so difficult. And, like, all it takes is one day for you to, like, forget. And then you feel so bad. You're like, that's it. My Instagram doesn't work anymore. Like, <laughs> I've lost all traction. So I would definitely love to take people on to help. And, like, to let me do the parts that I really enjoy doing then. Yeah of like growing a business and then me getting stuff doing like the books or something because I'm in charge thank yeah but now it's getting to do all the fun bits. I know that's grim you just want like yeah. a wee admin assistant or you get to still do all the sewing and they have to run the post office and do all the website yeah. stuff yeah. <laughs> so do you have any exciting things coming soon that you can give us a little teaser for do you have any new collections or new releases yeah so there is a new collection coming hopefully in the next like, few weeks obviously, oh like, amazing but just puts a delay on everything like even like a photo shoot I was like what's the crack like can I do it yeah. with people can I do it with people 
Um, so I don't want to do it. I want to make sure that I do it like in a, in a certain way, like in a fun way and stuff. So I don't mind. That's kind of going to be like the pre-summer collection. And then I've got some places that are coming out, fingers crossed, in the next week or two. And they're going to be kind of like a limited drop. Okay. And stuff. So I'm kind of bringing the side of like the main stuff and then stuff that's made by me as well just to give like a bit of a bit of mix but um i think we're gonna keep both kind of super limited rather than um kind of just buying loads of it and seeing like seeing how long it lasts like i like the thought of having this kind of mini it's like a mini drop in between mm-hmm. <laughs> before we hit somewhere so that's so sweet though like I think it makes it so much more authentic and especially do you know you're doing the mix between obviously you make both of them but some of them are literally like handmade by you um so like people I think appreciate that so much more and even like Zara Ceramics like she does loads of mini drops and will make I think like a hundred mugs or a hundred plates or whatever she's making at the time do you know and then they sell out in minutes and then that's it you can't get them do you know and so many people are raging there's something like so special about getting like one out of one of her drops like, yeah so I think it'd be so cool to see it like with yourself do you know I will literally have to have my bank card at the ready like do you know with the <laughs> Instagram timer and be like oh god I need it <laughs> oh I know no it's good rather than just I don't want to um go too big too soon and like just lose everything that there's no point building up all this like values that I said the brand has and like wanting to be kept kind of nation limited like be for those that want something different and then just go and sell unlimited numbers it just yeah. doesn't complex with each other so definitely like people love it do you know the fact that as you say like you managed to get one i saw somebody on instagram there's a guy i follow and every time zara does a drop he tries and fails to get something <laughs> and i'm always like mate i feel your pain like i'm sitting there raging do you know you're refreshing it all stress so hopefully i'll have better luck with you finally do you have any advice for other small businesses there's so much you could say but i would say just go for it whatever you're doing just do it and give it your all there's so many people like oh have you thought about this and like what if you can't like what if you're not gonna pay yourself what if you're gonna and i'm like why do people have that in their heads that it's gonna be so limiting like what happens if you could do your dream business and you could make money out of it and it could be really good and it could be really successful like i think people are really for supporting like small businesses at the minute and there's a complete different vibe when you shop small compared to like just a big retailer and just ordering it and then it just comes and that's that so I've definitely encouraged people it's definitely been hard and it's challenging and like I'm still learning as I go but I've learned more in this past year than I have like in any jobs that I've done before um and so much of it comes like self-taught as you go that's so nice so that I think it's such a unique experience whenever you start your own business or you start your own project or whatever because it's literally all on you and you ha- you can have so many hopes and dreams and it's so easy to get caught up and be like, how am I supposed to do this? And you're like, no, I need to take it one step at a time. Like I will hopefully be at this amazing place, but not right now because I'm only starting out. So it's just trying to keep perspective, I think, as well. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's so true. People are like, um, she got 20,000 followers overnight. Like, why did I not? And you're like, that happens once in a blue moon. Don't take that as the norm. Yeah. With social media and all the way it is at the minute, you know, especially like TikTok, like people just blow up and then they're just like famous and they're like 16. I think people are really like, well, I'm too old. Like, I've missed my chance. And why have I not been famous? And 
it's like, like just chill, just try and go for it and you know, do it. Yeah, because everybody's stressing about themselves for the same silly things. So, do you know, nobody's like looking at you, be like, oh, look at her, like she hasn't done it. It's just you in your head, like, oh no. Oh dear. But I don't think we'll ever really learn, I think, from social media. I think it's just trying to get used to it. But you're just always trying to catch up with it, aren't you? I hear me laughing, being like, I feel too old for TikTok. I feel too old to use TikTok as an everyday thing. The odd time I'll like maybe get my idea real in, and then like, I don't even know if I want to go into that because that's just a whole other Yeah. <laughs> that's just a whole other thing. And like, the time that goes into them, like, you have to, anybody that blows up on TikTok deserves it because. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. But I think it's so interesting that so many people are getting into videos and just editing and that whole media side that I don't think people realise because they could be doing something completely different. But even the things like matching music or doing the transitions and all the little things. I'm like, there's so much thought and effort goes into this and we're all just expected now. Do you know, it's just like, well, yeah, of course, because that's the new normal. And you're like, what? Like, how is this normal? Whereas really it's like the equivalent of like someone being able to do media and like production. Yeah, it's mad. It's absolute madness. But I think it's just trying not to take yourself too seriously, but still seriously enough to go for what you want in a way. Yeah, you definitely have to just leave all those thoughts way back at the door. Like just Mm -hmm. go for it. Obviously like there's taking constructive criticism and like people's kind of like genuine concerns, but I've had enough people be like to me, oh, that's really brave of you. That's, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm only starting a business. Like, I'm not starting my own country. You know what I mean? Like, some people really make you feel. And, and that puts the panic in you. Yeah. And I know that it's come from a good place. But I'm like, I was way up here. I was really confident. And then you talked to me and now I'm way yeah. here. Like, I had no concerns about this. And now I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think you do have to have a minute where you're just like, okay, I hear what you said, but I'm going to just leave it over there. <laughs> I know, I get a lot of people, like, even with, like, getting into radio and starting this podcast, and I almost don't want to say to somebody, like, oh, I'm starting a podcast, because they'll be like, why? Do you know, like, why are you doing this? Like, that's, that's such a big thing. I'm like, it's not, though. Do you know, it's what I want to do, and I'm happy to work at it, but do you know when you to say somebody older, stereotypically, take my parents who don't really use technology, do you know when, like, they're so supportive that they don't get it? And there's some people, because they don't get it, they're just like, what? What is this? Do you know, why would you do it? And I'm like, it makes sense in my head, you know? <laughs> they don't see the immediate, so did that work this week? And you're like, if this was working on a week thing, I'd be grand. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's got to grow, like, you know, like everything. Same, like, I wouldn't even, I've worn my own stuff, like, this time last year, and I was always like, oh, God. And where my jumper, like, someone's going to be like, what's the ELN? And I'm going to have to describe it. And I went into work one day with, like, one of my old totes that said ELN on it. And the guy was like, oh, look at you with a tote with your name on it. And I hadn't even told anybody I worked with that I'd started this. Yeah. So I was like, oh, God, here we go from all the questions. You know when you just, you just know yeah. that, like, yeah, not to, like, be sorry to look and be, like, older people and stuff are just like, oh, is that what you're doing? Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And I am like, yeah, this is my jumper and it's great and everything. And <laughs> Let's go buy one. <laughs> yeah, you just have to be like, no one's going to promote it like themselves. So, 
and I, I had actually had a customer in work. So I work in retail and basically he was returning this radio that he bought. And he's saying, well, how young people, do you know, I don't even know what about radio and all this. And I was, he's like, I bet you don't even listen. I was like, uh, I, actually oh, yeah. have, I actually have my own radio show on four different stations. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it's so funny though. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, but like, well, actually, sir, do you know, you are kind of right. A lot of people, I think, have moved online, and do you know, like, I only really, it's quite bad. Like, I only really listen to radio when I'm driving, or I listen to podcasts like all the time and that type of thing. But I do still listen to radio. Do you know, radio's still a big thing. So it's just that people listen to it differently. Yeah, it's it's just so funny. Do you know that people can really not try and catch you out? Like you, do you know, wearing your own clothes, you're like, well, this is mine. <laughs> Look yeah. how great it is. Like, do you see the fantastic quality? Do you see how lovely it is? Why have you not yeah. got one is the real question that we're asking. <laughs> yeah, and that definitely, like, it took a while to get to. Like I'd say, it's really taken this year for me to even, like, really be able to take it all in, like, not go to bed and be like, do you remember what she said about this? <laughs> like, oh. you know, I remember in every way, like, comments, like, I think that just comes with having the business. You can't just turn around one day and be like, okay, it's going to have thick skin. It just... Yeah, you just develop it slowly. Like, it seems very slowly, I think, when it's happening. And you can look back and be like, I'm amazing. Yeah, even, like, if you, if you had asked me to do this a year ago, I'd be like, oh, my God, a whole podcast by talking about my own business. Like, could this be any more cringe? Whereas now I'm like, yeah, let me tell you about what I'm doing. Yeah. Just, just grow with it, don't you? You have to. I know. I, one thing is actually really sweet is that some people I've spoken to have been really, really nervous. I can tell they're really nervous. And I'm like, fair play to you for still doing this because you could have just said, no, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Do you know But You're putting yourself like there, like you're going for it. And like that's, so I bet you they'll be like a million bucks better after it. Like they'll be like, you're always actually able to talk about it. <laughs> Hopefully. Like, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people hate the sound of their own voice. Like it doesn't bother me. But I don't know whether, because I used to make videos and things, so I'm used to editing my own voice and with the radio and everything. So like, it literally doesn't affect me at all. But then I have been speaking to people and I'm like, oh, I'll let you know when it's out. And they're like, oh, no, I won't listen. <laughs> Do you know what I'm like? Oh, cheers. <laughs> I feel like, like I have this all well, but I'll not be listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'll skip this one. <laughs> oh, jeez, but... Thank you so much for coming on today, Ellen. It was an absolute joy to chat to you and I cannot wait to see your new collections coming soon. Yeah, I'll be so hopefully soon. But again, they're, they're all sitting here. Like, <laughs> just get out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But thank you so much for having me on. It's been really nice to talk to you. Yes, you too. No problem. That was Ellen from ELN chatting all about her clothing business and I will be honest, we recorded this a little while ago and the fleeces hadn't dropped yet they have since dropped and literally sold out straight away i was reading i didn't get one but she is doing a restock next week when this is coming out i think so everybody will be able to have another go to get it and hopefully i have better luck and if you want to head over and support eln the instagram is buy.eln and the website is www.buy-eln.com and if you want to support this podcast you can head to supporting local podcasts on facebook or instagram or head over to wherever you listen and download a few more episodes that'll be incredible and i will see you next week